Praise God, praise God. Welcome to Genesis 1 Christian Ministries. Pastor Mike here. Why don't we go straight to prayer? Heavenly Father, again, we thank you so much for this time that we have gathered here together like this to hear your word, O oh Lord. And I pray that Holy Spirit will minister to every single listener uh, that is out there today, O oh Lord. Heavenly Father, you know the needs, you know the desires, you know what, what is going on in everyone's lives, O oh Lord God. So I just pray that you talk to them and speak to them in your own special way. Heavenly Father, I give this time and this space entirely over to you. Take it where you will for your honor and your glory and your praise. In the mighty name of Jesus, amen. Praise God, praise God. Again, welcome to Genesis 1. Glad you could join us here. And put on your seatbelt here and let's uh, hear from the word of God and, and uh, see how it can touch your life uh, in, in, in any way that is needed. You know, So just open your heart and your mind and your spirit to receive from the word today. You know, uh, Praise the living God. Uh, we live in such stressful times and uh, I say that oftentimes, but um, it seems like every day that you wake up, there's something new going on, something else is going on. And if you're not careful, you can indeed get stressed out. Okay, More and more demands are placed on our lives by society, by current events, and, and even our faith. You know, our, our Christians are, are being persecuted in, 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 the, in their own way. Uh, they are coming at us and so forth like that. So we just need to make sure that we are, are on our guard at all times. And that we're looking to God, you know, because God is there. He's on our side and he's helping us, you know. But there are stressful times uh, um, all around us. And uh, if we aren't careful, stress winds up managing us uh, so that uh, one would think that we need to manage stress. You know, stress comes into our lives and just seems to take so control of us and everything like that. If we're not careful and reliant on the word of God, that uh, well, one would think that we need to be able to manage that stress, okay? But, however, don't forget, though, it's not stress that needs managing, okay? It is not stress that needs managing. It's our attitude that needs to be managed, okay? Let me repeat that. It's not our stress that needs managing, but it's our attitude that needs to be managed, all right? Because, uh, you know, we don't have to accept stress, you know, we can, we can rebuke it, we can bind it up, we can cast it out of our lives. Stress causes adrenaline uh, uh, increases in our bodies, uh, it creates heart palpitations, and it just has a host of, a host of uh, negative reactions in our physical bodies, you know, and we wind up expecting the worst to happen, okay? So many times when stress is in charge and is, is working in our lives there and we aren't, we aren't, we, we aren't uh, taking it and, and, and managing or managing our approach to stress, uh, it, it can wind up doing all sorts of things in our physical bodies and we wind up expecting the worst to happen. How many times have you expected the worst to happen and actually it didn't, it never happened. Things never came off the way that you actually thought that they would. Okay, but stress gets in there and tells you that it, the worst is going to happen. We can choose not to accept stress. Okay, we can choose. It's a matter of us making a conscious thought, a conscious decision that I'm not going to accept stress. Okay, and if we aren't watchful, stress can wind up in impacting our attitudes. Okay, stress can impact your attitude about life, it can impact your attitude around others, you know, on the job, in the, in the workplace, in school, or wherever you might be. Okay, you know, and if our attitude is being conditioned by stress, all right, if our attitude is being conditioned by stress, then we can choose how our attitude is going to manage stress. All right, let me repeat that. If our attitude is being conditioned by stress, then we can choose how our attitude is going to manage stress. Okay, 
Instead of stress dictating and managing your attitude, let your attitude be the one to manage stress, okay? And what does God, uh, God say about choosing? Okay, we see that so much in the Word of God. What does God say about choosing? All right, we have a choice. Life is all about choices. It always is. You've heard me say that a million times. So it's what we choose to do, how we choose to have an attitude that's going to manage stress rather than letting stress manage our attitude, impacting our attitude about life. Amen. Let's go to the book of Deuteronomy. Oh, praise the living God. God is good all the time and all the time God is good. Let's go to the book of Deuteronomy. Okay, book of Deuteronomy, and we want to go to chapter 30, and start with verse number 8, okay? Deuteronomy 30, verse number 8, and thou shalt return and obey the voice of the Lord, and do all his commandments which I command thee this day. And the Lord thy God will make thee plenteous in every work of thine hand, in the fruit of thy body, and in the fruit of thy cattle, in the fruit of thy land, for good. For the Lord will again rejoice over thee for good, as he rejoiced over thy fathers. If thou shalt hearken, if thou shalt hearken unto the voice of the Lord thy God to keep his commandments, and his statutes which are written in this book of the law, and if thou turn unto the Lord thy God with all thine heart and with all thy soul, for this commandment which I command thee this day, it is not hidden from thee, neither is it far off. Let me read that again. For this commandment which I command thee this day is not hidden from thee, neither is it far off. It is not in heaven that thou should say, Who shall go up for us to heaven and bring it unto us, that we may hear it and do it. Neither is it beyond the sea that thou should say, Who shall go over the sea for us and bring it unto us, that we may hear it and do it. But the word is very nigh thee. The word is very nigh thee, in thy mouth and in thine heart, that thou mayest do it. See, I have set before thee this day life and good and death and evil. Okay? Set before thee this day life and good and death and evil. In that I command thee this day to love the Lord thy God, to walk in his ways, and to keep his commandments and his statutes and his judgments, that thou mayest live and multiply. And the Lord thy God shall bless thee in the land whither thou goest to possess it. But if thine heart turn away, so that thou wilt not hear, but shalt be drawn away and worship other gods and serve them. Oh, I'd never worship another god. You say, oh, pastor, I'd never worship another god. Well, if you're putting something before God, instead of going to church on Sunday, you know, you're into cars and you just got this beautiful new car that you love to work on on Sunday, and you put that car, working on that car, and shining it and detailing it inside, rather than going to church, and that's your God, because you're putting that car before God, okay? We have to be careful, you know, as children of God, because we can so, so, so easily just go on and just, uh, um, and just wind up being so enthralled and, 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 and involved with something that we wind up putting God on the back burner. Okay, so don't worship other gods with a small g. Okay, it says that if thy turn away and thou wilt not hear, but shall be drawn away and worship other gods and serve them, I denounce unto you this day that you shall surely perish, and that ye shall not prolong your days upon the land, whither thou passest over Jordan to go to possess it. I call heaven and earth to record this day against you, that I have set before you life and death, blessing and cursing. Therefore choose life 
therefore choose life, that both thou and thy seed may live, that thou mayest love the Lord thy God, and that thou mayest obey his voice, and that thou mayest cleave unto him. For he is thy life and the length of thy days, that thou mayest dwell in the land which the Lord swear unto thy fathers, to Abraham, to Isaac, and to Jacob. Okay? And so and so just this pausing right there, because the ending part there is really what is so powerful. Okay, therefore choose life, both you, thou, and thy seed may live. That thou mayest cleave unto him, for he is thy life. Okay? So we remember that we have choices. We have choices. You got a stressful situation that comes into your life. You have a choice to bow down and wallow in that stress and let stress take control. Or are you going to choose life? And remember that all I have to do is continue to continue to follow God's word. And remember that God is faithful to me. Therefore, I will be faithful to him. You have a choice, okay? Don't let that stress come into your life and all of a sudden just take control so that you forget everything that these scriptures just said to you, okay? God lays the choice out before us, okay? Okay? A blessing and cursing, life and death. He says, choose life. Love the Lord thy God that thou mayest obey his voice and that thou mayest cleave unto him. Cleaving unto God. You want to get rid of stress? First of all, cleaving unto God is like hanging on, holding tightly, holding tightly onto God, okay? That's what we should be doing as his children. Holding tightly onto him. Then when those stressful situations come into your life, they won't be able to hold on to you because you're cleaving onto God. Okay? Cleave unto him. He is thy life and the length of thy days. Okay? God is your life and the length of your days. Don't go shortening your days. Don't go shortening your days. Don't let the enemy get in there and shorten your days by 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 pumping stressful situation upon stressful situation upon stressful situation in your life, thereby impacting your attitude. It can impact your attitude to the point that you even start doubting that the word of God is real, that what you just read is real, okay? And stress can get in there, and, and it can start twisting your thinking process and, and your thought process, you know, to the point where you start believing what that stress is saying to you, okay? okay? So, so we cannot let stress impact our attitudes, our attitudes about life, our attitudes about God, our attitude about his promises or anything else like that. We cannot let stress, stress do that. Stress is a matter of your attitude, okay? Stress is a matter of your attitude, okay? For he is thy life and the length of days that thou mayest dwell in the land which the Lord swear unto thy fathers, Abraham, Isaac, Jacob, to give, to give them, okay? So it's, so it's a matter of attitude. Have an attitude that I will choose God and not to accept stress and worries. As simple as that. Making this choice requires pure faith, not poisoned faith, all right? Making this choice requires pure faith, not poisoned faith. And what poisons our faith? Fear poisons our faith. Fear poisons our faith. Fear is poisoned faith. Okay? Fear gets in there and it poisons your faith. Okay? It makes what is a good thing a sweet thing, faith. It makes a good thing a sweet thing, which is faith. It just poisons it. Okay? And makes it bitter. Makes it bitter so that it does no, no good for you at all. Okay? Strong fear can become your faith because you always expect things to go wrong. Okay? Think about that for a minute. Okay? If you've got strong fear in your life, if you have strong fear in your life, it can actually, it can actually uh, 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 impact, impact your faith because you always expect things to go wrong. So therefore, that fear becomes your faith. All right? Fear becomes your faith. Okay, okay. You know, what is faith in, in the most rudimentary breakdown? Okay, it's something something that you expect to happen. Okay, faith in God is that you expect Him to bless you. Faith in God is you expect Him to get you out of a stressful situation. Faith in God is that you expect Him to 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 to, to guide you. You know, to, to give you to give you what you need. You you expect that. Okay, when you start letting fear get into your into your life, 
and you start always expecting the worst to happen, okay, then fear has become your faith, all right? Fear has become your faith. Where every single day that you get up, you say, oh, well, I know this is not going to go right. Oh, I know this. Is How many people have you even heard? We all call them negative Nancys. <laughs> you know, you say something good. Oh, boy, I just got a so-and-so, so-and-so. Yeah, but so-and-so, so is probably going to happen. You know, oh, I just got blessed with that. Oh, well, yeah, well, so-and-so, so is going to happen. You always have a negative Nancy that comes into your life that wants to, to put a negative spin on what is going on. That's fear in operation, okay? A person that lives like that, always thinking negatively, um, uh, their faith is not God faith, okay? It, it's a fear faith, okay, where everything in their lives is built around fear. Okay, and we have to choose not to accept that, right? You end up having faith that things will always go wrong for you. That's what that does. So in this sense, like I said, your fear is your faith, right? And now if we go to Romans, Romans 8, Romans chapter 8, and we want to do verse number 14. Okay. If you don't have your Bible, put, pause and run and go get your Bible so you can read these scriptures and highlight and mark them up. Amen. Okay, and we want to start with Romans 8, verse number 14. For as many are as led by the Spirit of God, so they are the sons of God. For you have not received the spirit of bondage again to fear, but you have received the spirit of adoption, whereby we cry, Abba, Father. The Spirit itself witness with our spirit that we are the children of God, and if children, then heirs, heirs of God children and heirs of God, and joint heirs with Christ. If so, be that we suffer with him, that we may be also glorified together. Amen. So remember who you are, first of all. Don't let this fear and this stress come into your life, okay? And be led by the Spirit of God. For as many, verse 14, for as many as are led by the Spirit of God, they are the sons of God. Okay, now do you realize that you are a son or a daughter of God? Okay, and we should be led by the Spirit. Let the Holy Spirit lead us in everything that we say and do. All right. When that fear tries to rise up in your out in your in your house or in your life, and a negative situation comes along, do not entertain that. Do not do not let that impact your attitude. Your attitude is, "I'm a child of God. I am a child of God, and God is my heavenly Father." Okay. And remember that verse fifteen: You have not received the spirit of bondage again to fear, but you received the spirit of adoption, whereby we cry, "Abba, Father." Okay. Abba, Abba is is like a a, a colloquial. Word that almost means like daddy. It's an affectionate term. Okay, and 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 so realize that you are are a child, a son or daughter of God, and that you've been adopted into God's family. When you gave yourself to Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior, you were adopted into the family of God. Okay, and if you were adopted into a family, then guess what? Then that then you are an heir. You are an heir to what all that the Father has. Okay, so everything that God the Father has, you have access to, but it's a matter of your attitude. All right. Do you believe? Do you believe that you are a son or daughter of God? Okay, and that everything that He has, the Spirit itself bear witness within our spirit, with our spirit, that we are the children of God. And if children, then we're heirs, heirs of God, and joint heirs with Christ. If so be that we suffer with Him, that we may also be glorified together. Okay. So again, choose this attitude. That I don't care what comes into your life. Stress rises up. Choose this attitude. Okay, wait a minute now. Now, now I'm, I'm, I'm being led by the Spirit of God here. The Holy Spirit is in me. All right? The Holy Spirit is in me. All right? I'm a son. I'm a daughter of God. I just, therefore, I'm an heir of all that he has. So if that's the case, then why am I worrying about my finances? Why am I worrying about infirmity? Why am I worrying about a family member? Why am I worried? Why am I, why am I worried? You know, so you rebuke that, that, that stress. And, and, and that's a choice. 
Okay, that's the attitude that we need to assume whenever that stressful situation comes into our life. Okay, we, we need to always remember that so that we don't let fear become our faith. Okay, the Bible talks quite a bit about choosing life. All right, let's go to our, um, Deuteronomy 30, Deuteronomy 30, 19. Deuteronomy 30, 19. Okay. Again, he says, I call heaven and earth to record this day against you that I have set before you life and death, blessing and cursing. Therefore, choose life that both thou and thy seed may live, that both thou and thy seed may live. In other words, you and your family may live, you and your children may live to choose life. All right. Okay. You see, you see the attitudes that we assume in life, the attitudes that we take, especially during, during stressful situations, will have us make the wrong decisions many times. All right. If our attitude towards stress is not one that's going to, 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 to kick it out of my life and go by what the Word of God tells me, if our attitude is, 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 is not, it's not our choice to choose that sort of attitude and you're letting that stressful situation just dominate in your life, then it, it can impact the decisions that you make. And those decisions that you make could very well impact your family and your children. Okay? So he's telling us here you know, to, to choose life, that thou and thy seed may live. Verse 20, that thou mayest love the Lord thy God, and that thou mayest obey his voice, and that thou mayest cleave unto him. There it is again, cleave unto him. For he is thy life and the length of thy days, that thou mayest dwell in the land which the Lord swore unto thy fathers, Abraham, to Isaac, and to Jacob. Amen. Amen. Praise the living God. Okay. So we see here where he's telling us repeatedly, repeatedly to make sure that we're doing that. All right. And I mentioned that to you a couple of times. And now we see that if we go to, to uh, Deuteronomy 31, Deuteronomy 31, and we want to start with verse number one, just continuing on there. And Moses spake these words unto all Israel, and he said unto them, I am 120 years old this day, I can no more go out and come in. Also the Lord hath said unto me, Thou shalt not go over this Jordan. The Lord thy God, he will go over before thee, and he will destroy those nations from before thee, and thou shalt possess them. And Joshua, he shall go over before thee, as the Lord hath said. And the Lord shall do unto them as he did to Sion and Og, kings of the Amorites, and unto the land of them whom he destroyed. And the Lord shall give them up before your face, that you may do unto them according unto all the commandments which I have commanded you. Be strong and be of good courage. Be of good courage. Fear not, nor be afraid of them. For the Lord thy God, he it is that goeth thee. He will not fail thee, nor forsake thee. Now, that's the attitude that we should assume. Okay, that's the attitude that we should take, knowing that God the Father is with us. Okay, and when he talks about, about, about destroying these nations from before us and we shall possess those lands, those nations, you know, we individually, obviously, we don't have nations of people fighting against us. Okay, but you, you, can, you can view those nations and those that are in opposition. Okay, because that's what the Bible is illustrating here. Um, nations that were in opposition to Israel. Okay, so if you view, you view those nations that are in opposition to Israel, view them as those things, those those entities, those people, those circumstances that would be coming against us, okay? You've heard me speak all the time about our promised lands, you know? And, and our spiritual promised lands can, can, can change over time. A promised land is something that you are really, really praying for. You are, you are oh my gosh, you're deep and you really need this particular thing, this prayer to be answered or whatever, and, and, the, and you really have a deep need for this to, to take place. And, and that's your promised land because God has said that I will give you, I will give you, I will give you, as long as you cleave to me. And so you're staying faithful to God. You're staying faithful to his word. 
all this time that you're going through, whatever it is that you're going through, and then that promised land is delivered to you, okay? That's you then possessing your land, all right? That's you possessing your land. And he said there that, that I will, will remove, I will destroy these nations from before thee. Whatever is standing in your way, whatever issues you're having in life, don't be stressed out about it. Don't assume an attitude of stress. Don't assume an attitude of fear, okay? God is saying that he will take care of whatever is in opposition to what you're trying to accomplish in life. Okay, I don't be at a job. I don't be care if it's finances. I don't care if it's a, a, a family matter, you know, a, a infirmity, whatever it is. But God is saying that he will, he will deliver you, okay? And he will remove those obstacles from before you, okay? And it says there in verse number eight, and the Lord shall give them up before your face and you may do unto them according to all the commands that I have certain. Uh, verse six, be strong and of a good courage. Fear not, nor be afraid of them. Do not be afraid of the situation that you're in. That should be your attitude, okay? Don't let, do not let stress come in there and change your attitude to an attitude of fear, okay? God is telling you today, they, they, be strong and have a good courage, okay? Not my words, your words. This is why I encourage you to pick up your Bible when, when you're listening to these messages so you can read God's words for yourself. And if you have a highlighter or something highlighted, verse number six, be strong and have a good courage. Fear not, nor be afraid of them. Do not be afraid of what? Don't be afraid of what the doctors are telling you. Don't be afraid of, 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 of what the bank is telling you. Don't be afraid of what these politicians are telling us all these days, right? You remember that to be strong and have a good courage and Fear not, fear not, okay? There's so much going on today where everything that was once viewed as being, as, as being right is now considered wrong and vice versa. Everything that was once considered wrong is now considered right, okay? In God's mind, that hasn't changed. What is right is right and what is wrong is wrong. But the tables have flip-flopped in this modern-day society that we're living in. Okay. Okay. And we have so many that are coming against us and they're trying to use control, control and oppression and even fear. Okay. Fear, fear. Okay. To keep us oppressed. And in many cases to make us lose faith in God. Okay. Okay. This is the persecution that I was referring to a bit before. Okay. And it's very, 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 very subtle. Okay. Because they, they stopped the churches, they minimized the churches, they had all sorts of things. Even one person said that, yeah, you can have church, but you can't sing, because when you sing, you spread this disease. You know, you know whatever it is to shut us down, okay? They're trying to make us lose faith in God and just have faith in the government, to have faith in man, okay? So yes, and that brings stress, that brings stress, okay? And, and, and we see that it seems like man is just getting away with these senseless things that are going on, but they're not, they're not. God is in charge, God is in charge, and we are his children. So you can rest assured that God will take care of you. He will see you through this. Mask mandates, vaccine mandates, all of this stuff that it, it, it will indeed be exposed. And, and I'm not taking sides with, with any side here. All I'm just saying is, is that there is our religious freedoms that have a boot on it. They're trying to put a boot on it. Okay. They're trying to put a boot on our freedoms in general. Okay. But God is just telling us here to be strong and of a good courage because he will, he will bring us through. Be strong and of a good courage. Courage. Fear not, nor be afraid of them. For the Lord thy God, he it is that does go with thee. He will not fail thee nor forsake thee. Amen. 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 So hold on to that. Hold on to that. Do not assume an attitude of fear, an attitude of stress. Okay. God is with you. God is with you. 
I don't care what your financial state looks like. I don't care what county, state, uh, a country you're even into. I mean, these messages are listened to all around the world, and things are varying from country to country. Okay, but the, the, there's a common thread there that's going out, and and that is is that fear and domination. You, you know, is 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 what is the, the theme of the day, so to speak. Okay, we as Christians must must remember that we answer only to one, and that is God, Lord God Almighty, El Shaddai, Elohim. Yahweh. Amen. Amen. That's who we listen to. All right. Okay. So, so fear not. Okay. He's with us. Do not let that attitude of fear just creep up on you. Okay. Uh, verse number eight again. And the Lord, he it is, he it is that go before thee. He will be with thee. He will not fail thee, neither forsake thee, neither be dismayed, neither be dismayed. Amen. Amen. So we see again, God is telling us that, that we should remember to choose an attitude that remembers that God is with us. Okay, worldly viewpoints, you know, can can impact our attitudes also. Okay, worldly viewpoints, you know, you, you listen to you you go online and and there's a lot there's a lot online, both good and both bad. You need to be selective in terms of what you're listening to and what you're viewing. Okay, because there are so many world views out there that are totally contrary to the Word of God. Okay, and this is where we have to use discernment. This is where we have to use and listen to Holy Spirit guide us, okay, so that we are careful about what we let into our ear gate. We're careful about what we let into our eye gate, amen, amen. Let Holy Spirit guide us. There's so many world views out there that if you're not careful, it can impact your viewpoint and thereby impact your attitude. Okay, you can talk to another family member, you know, who listens to to one source of news, one source of news, and talk to another family member that listens to another source of news. Okay, and you can tell by that conversation with those family members, depending on to whom they're listening. Okay, which which uh, which voices are they hearing? Are they hearing voices that are based on the Word of God? Amen. Are they hearing voices that are based on the Word of God? Okay, voices that are not based on the Word of God will will try and sow fear and sow fear into your life, will try and change your attitude to get so militant and upset about one particular cause, you know, and again, I'm not not choosing sides with this whole climate change thing, but I will just say one thing that I know of as surely as I'm standing here in front of you and I'm speaking to you, one thing I do know of is that God, our God, he is the one that's in, in control of this earth. God is in control of this universe, okay? okay? God is not going to have this planet go any place or anything happen to this planet unless he wants it to happen, okay? So I don't care how much effort mankind puts into it. I don't care how many laws and how many decrees they issue and, 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 and how many devices they try to install and, and put up. God is not going to let anything happen to this planet that he does not want to happen. Amen. Amen. So we don't have to be worried about uh, 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 about the, the, the talk of men, you know, you know, the viewpoints of the world. OK, our viewpoint is one viewpoint and that's God's. OK, that's God's viewpoint. I have God's viewpoint. Therefore, I do everything I can to have God's attitude. I do everything I can to keep stress out of my life. Not to say it doesn't try to come in. Not to say it doesn't try to come in. Amen. But right away, I remember and I go back to the word of God and I mean, well, first of all, I'm going to choose life. I'm not going to assume an attitude of stress. Not at all. Not at all. It's all about attitude. It's all about choices. I refuse it. I refuse it. When that stress tries to come in, yeah, at the first shot, like, I'm like you, like anybody else. It may catch me by surprise. It may throw me off kilter a little bit. But then I regroup almost immediately and say, wait a minute. Now, I refuse to accept this. I refuse to accept that piece of mail. I refuse to accept that news. I refuse to accept what so-and-so said to me. In the name of Jesus, I bind it up and I cast it out because I have not been given a spirit of fear, but of power, love, and a sound mind. 
Amen. Amen. So I rebuke it. It's an attitude. Okay. And you choose the attitude that you want to follow. As simple as that. Okay. God said that he is with us. So why can't we believe him? All right. And don't go letting those world views impact, impact your life. Okay. Have an attitude that says, I don't wait for human voices to validate who I am or impact my attitude. You don't need human voices to validate who you are. God told you who you are. Now, is that enough for you? Okay. Okay, if Lord God, Jehovah, the creator of this earth and the universe and all that is, is, all that is seen and all that is unseen, God created it. God created you. So that should be enough to validate you. Amen. Amen. You don't need the input of others. You don't need the blessing of others, so to speak. All right. Okay. You don't need the approval of others. All right. Okay. You need the approval of God. All right. So, so you need to remember that when it comes down to attitudes, okay? We need to make sure that we, that we don't listen to worldviews because that is so important, especially today, okay? okay? We just don't go trusting everything that we hear, you know? See, and the thing about it, too, the scriptures we read before talking about we are led by the Spirit. If you're listening to a broadcast, listening to someone that's in the room or in a meeting or uh, 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 whatever, you know, a, a convention or wherever you may be, okay? You're listening and you're hearing what that person is saying. Let Holy Spirit minister to you. Let Holy Spirit witness to you, okay? If you become accustomed to walking and living in the Spirit, when you hear that nonsense being put forth, you'll know that it's nonsense, amen? It just won't sit right in your spirit. It just won't, won't feel right. And then, of course, the Holy Spirit will do it. will bring up the word of God. Holy Spirit will bring up the word of God to counter what that individual may be saying. That is not in, not in line with the word of God. Amen. So we don't go listening to men without, without, without challenging, spiritually challenging what is being said. And many times you can look at someone's face when you see them on TV or if you're live there where this person is talking and so forth. And, and they're spewing out something that is not in line with what the word of God says. You'll know it. You'll see it in their eyes. Okay, spirit of discernment. You'll see it in their eyes, okay, if they're being half truthful or untruthful or whatever. Okay, it's not in line with God's word. So we need to make sure that we do not let world viewpoints impact our attitudes towards dealing with stress in our lives. Okay, it's so important. Don't let world viewpoints, you know, impact your attitude. Let's go to our last scriptures here. Let's go to 1 John 1. One John one, verse number uh, one John, I'm sorry, one John four. Sorry, one John four, verse one. Praise the living God. Thank you, Jesus. There we go. Okay, one John four, verse one. Beloved, believe not every spirit. But try the spirits, whether they are of God. Let's start that again. Beloved, believe not every spirit, but try the spirits, whether they are of God. Because many false prophets are going out into the world. Okay? Now, God wouldn't be telling us this if there wasn't a reason. Okay? How many years have gone by? How many centuries have gone by since this was written? And it certainly holds true for today. Believe not every spirit. Don't be so quick to believe what you're hearing. But try the spirits, whether they are of God. Okay, test it to see that what you're hearing doesn't line up with the word of God or not. Because many false prophets are going out into the world. Hereby know you the spirit of God. Every spirit that confesses that Jesus Christ uh, is come in the flesh is of God. 
Okay, so if you know someone doing the talking there is a believer, a believer, you know, follower of Jesus Christ, they're born again Christian, okay? Okay, hereby know you the Spirit of God. Every spirit that confesses that Jesus Christ is come in the flesh of God, okay? And every spirit that confesses not that Jesus Christ is come in, this, in the flesh is not of God, and, and is that spirit of Antichrist, whereof you have heard that it should come, and even now already is it in the world. Okay, all right. Every spirit that confesses not that Jesus Christ has come in the flesh is not of God. Okay, so if I know for a fact, I know for a fact someone's attitude towards God and towards Christianity, I don't mean secular Christianity, I mean true Christianity as Jesus teaches it. Okay, okay, and I know that person is not in line with that. There'd be very, 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 very little that I would, would, would take to heart, that I, that I would believe in and, and go following blindly. Very little, okay. Because very little. This person is not a believer, you know. You know. You know I, 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 let's just say I'm very cautious, and I'm going to be very cautious about what I accept from them. I will indeed try that spirit to hear what that hear what that person is saying to see if what is coming from their mouths is in line with the Word of God, okay, okay, okay. And and I mean, and there's there's some very basic. I mean, if you just just, just pray about it, think about. It, I mean, it, and you know, I'm. I do not believe in abortion. I'll be open and upfront with you on that and very, very frank. Okay. As a believer, I cannot believe in abortion. It's taking a life. It's taking a life. Okay. So I don't care how good someone is on the outside, how many things, how many charitable, quote unquote, things this person may do publicly and, and whatever, you know, or maybe it's not a public, maybe it's someone that you know in your private life or whatever, you know, okay. Alrighty. And they're talking about they, that they support abortion. Okay. That is not in line with the word of God. It's killing babies. Right. So therefore, I would be, so right away to me, to me, that person there is, um, I don't know if suspect is exactly the right word, but I'd be very, very careful about what I, I would, would agree to, to follow them in doing. All right. Because first of all, I know that they're not being driven by the Holy Spirit. Okay. I really cannot see how any Christian or any full-fledged believer, you know, would say that abortion is right. Okay. All right. So, so that, that, that's one test right there. I remember in New York, the state of New York, the assembly up there, they passed a late-term abortion bill. This was, I think it was in 2020, I believe it was, and a late-term abortion bill. And they showed them on the video there where when it was passed, they in the Senate or in the in Congress there, they jumped up and started slapping high fives and laughing and clapping because they had passed a late-term abortion bill. So right away, that's a body of people that I would be very, very, very suspect and very leery about following. I mean, it would be someone that I would want to pray for a lot, okay? Because, I mean, all they did was open the door tremendously. They all were collectively agreeing to kill babies, all right? So that's trying the spirits. That's trying the spirits, all right? All right. If someone is doing something in their lives or professing something, you know, that you know is not in line with the Word of God, then you need to be very, very cautious. Do not let them form your view or form your attitude about anything, okay? Because it's not a God-based view that they have, amen? See, this is what we're, and we see so much of that going on today, all right? And again, I'm not talking politics here. I'm talking about what God is saying about how we should be uh, managing our lives, okay? About what we should be doing to make decisions, uh, about how we should go following people, all right? Beloved, believe not every spirit, but try the spirits where they are of God, because many false prophets are going out into the world. 
Okay. Hereby know you the spirit of God. Every spirit that confesses Jesus Christ is coming to the flesh is of God. Every spirit that confesses not that Jesus Christ is coming to the flesh is not of God. And this is that spirit of Antichrist, wherever your prayer should come. And even now is already in the world. Now, this is not talking about the Antichrist. Okay. Antichrist, the word anti means against, against Christ. There are many, many Antichrists out there, like the word of God is saying. Okay. So some people will be in your face and just tell you, I don't believe. Why do you follow that that guy, Jesus? Give you every excuse in the world, the world to try and negate your faith. Okay, someone out and out say it. Okay, so that's someone that is against Christ. It's an antichrist. It's not the antichrist, but 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 that person is one of the antichrists because he's against Christ. Okay, and he said that. And wherever you have heard that it should come, and even now already is it in the world. Okay, all right. Verse number four says, "You are of God, little children." And have overcome them, because greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. Amen to that? Greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. Okay, and that's talking about the Holy Spirit of God, of course. You have the Holy Spirit of God in you, and he's greater than anyone that's in the world. Okay? So know that anyone that is saying, saying things to you that are, that's contrary to, to God's word, do not let them feel that they have one up on you. Okay, that they're smarter than you, that they're in a position of power greater than you. You have the Holy Spirit in you, okay? All right? And greater is that spirit that is in you, the Holy Spirit that's in you, than the spirit that's in the world, right? Okay? And God will overcome. God is in charge, regardless of what's going on in our streets and our neighborhoods today, the craziness that's going on. God is in charge, and he's going to look out for you because you're one of his children, okay? He's going to look out for you because you're one of his children. That's the attitude that we need to have. If we have that attitude, then stress does not stand a chance of operating in our lives, okay? Because God, we know that God is, 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 in, is on the case. And that greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world, okay? Verse 5, they are of the world, therefore speak they of the world, and the world hears them, okay? They are of the world, therefore speak they of the world, and the world hears them, okay? All of them that have these ungodly actions and thoughts and everything, they speak and the world hears them. They go along with that. Because they're all ungodly, okay? Right? But the minute you, a fresh voice, start quoting the word of God and start saying, no, that's not right, then all heck breaks loose there because you're speaking something that is not in line with their agenda, okay? They are of the world and they all agree together. Don't you think it's interesting that you'll hear one thing being said or broadcast or written one place and then, and then, then uh, another place you'll almost hear the same exact words being mouthed or said? Then another place you'll also hear the same words being mouthed, almost like like they, they had orchestrated it, orchestrated what to say. They're all in agreement with the wording, okay? Well, they have. In essence, they have. Because it's the same spirit. The same spirit. It's the same spirit. The spirit of Antichrist, okay? One person will say one thing that's negative and not in line with God, whereas another channel will say the same thing that, okay? They're all in agreement. It's like they sent out a memo. Well, in essence, they did. It's that spirit that's in operation amongst them all. Okay? Okay? It, it, they are of the world. Therefore, speak they of the world, and the world hears them. We are of God. We are of God. He that knows God hears us. We are of God. He, he that knows God hears us. He that is not of God hears not us. Okay? We are of God. He that knows God hears us. He that is not of God hears not us. Okay, okay. So, 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 so you're of God. You're of God. I'm of God. Therefore, hopefully you're hearing me. <laughs> Amen. He, we are of God. He that knows God hears us. He that is not of God hears not us. 
Okay, so we can be talking the word of God. We can be be offering advice to someone based on good godly information, Holy Spirit guidance, and whatnot. And if they're not of God, they won't hear it. They won't hear it. What you're telling them will go right right over the head. Okay, they will not be able to grasp and understand where you are coming from. They're operating on a different on a different different playing field. All right, or their minds are on a different level. They don't know the Holy Spirit, therefore they cannot understand what you're saying to them. Okay, okay. So, so you have those that are of the world, they hear each other. Then you have us that know God, and we should be hearing each other if we're talking what the Holy Spirit is telling us. Amen, amen, amen. The last scripture there says, says uh, uh, we are of God. He that knoweth God hears, he that has not ever hears not us. Hereby know we the spirit of truth and the spirit of error. Okay, that's how we can separate truth from error. That's how we can separate fact from fiction. Amen. Being driven by the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. So, so God has given us a choice. We've, we've read many scriptures today here. You know, go back and, and, and reread them. Okay. And see how Holy Spirit continues to minister to you. Try the spirits. Don't be so quick to fall into fear. Amen. Don't let stress manage your attitude so that your attitude becomes one of bitterness, one of, one of worry and one of, you know, condemnation and, and one of fear that your life is falling apart, your family's falling apart, your finances are falling apart, your health is falling apart. You, you know, do not let fear and stress change your attitude. You have an attitude that does away with stress. You have an attitude that does away with fear. You have an attitude that says, I'm going to choose life, that I'm going to cling to God. I'm going to cleave to God. That should be your attitude. Amen. Amen. Again, we manage our attitudes and our attitudes then will then be in a position to be taking care of stress and pushing it out of our lives. Amen. Amen. Praise God. Praise God. Hope this message was a blessing to you. And uh, uh, if, if it has been, please consider passing on uh, the links to, uh, to get to these messages. All right. We can be reached at www.genesis11word.sermon.net, genesis1.sermon.net. And when you get there, look up on the top of the page and you'll see a subscribe button. Click on the subscribe button and you'll be notified automatically when these sermons are made available. Okay. Also be aware that we are now, we have a YouTube channel. And there, when you get to YouTube, just search for Genesis One Christian Ministries, Genesis One Christian Ministries, all right? And we continue to offer those free apps uh, for Android uh, and for Apple, Apple systems and everything. And those apps are great because you can put that in your phone, on your tablet or whatever. And, and while you're out and about, you can, you can tune in and listen to a message. You know, all of our messages are on there and both video and audio versions of the messages are on those apps too. Amen. Amen. So again, we're trying to make it so that the word of God is available and, and there for your convenience to listen whenever you can. If you can't listen to them on, uh, on, on Sunday, uh, in line with, uh, where you might be attending church or after church, uh, listen to them during the week or listen to them when you need a boost, listen to them whenever Holy Spirit may guide you to do so. Amen. Amen. Praise God. Again, I hope you, you enjoyed this message and, 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 and think about what you've heard today. Um, don't let fear dominate your attitude. Don't let fear guide your attitude. All right. Because hey, you need to make the choice. Okay. And remember who you are in Christ Jesus. Amen. Amen. Praise God. Let us close in prayer. Heavenly Father, we thank you so much for this time that we've had with you, Lord God. And, and now as we close, oh Lord God, we pray that these words shall be remembered by us, oh Lord God, as we go through the balance of the day and the week ahead, oh Lord God, in the name of Jesus. Let us remember these words and put them to use in our lives, oh Lord God. 
Heavenly Father, we know that your word is not merely just for reading, but it's there for our use, O oh Lord God, so that we may be victorious in all that we set our hands to do. We praise you, Heavenly Father. We magnify thy most glorious name in the master's name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Praise God. Praise God. Okay, go forth and be blessed. And remember always that Jesus is Lord. And I sing praises to you.